Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, your Silver Lining Crusader and a spiritual guide who is here to show you how to navigate through a silver lining and find the gift in disguise through the ups and downs of life, how to actually gather our tools so that we can remember our potential and our power so that we can create the life that we want. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so happy that you are tuning in today because I have a super special friend today, my dear friend Sandy, who I have known for about 20 years before we actually went to college. And um, and I've known her for so long. We, we were even roommates for a while. And, uh, and I'm so happy that we're back together again. We are in touch again. We're only like 15 minutes away from each other. And I love to see her life unfolding in a beautiful way. Now she has a baby. She's happily married. And uh, and I'm, I'm happy she's here with us sharing her story. Sandy Robertson, she's a very passionate lady. She's very passionate. She's actually a dietitian and nutritionist. So later on, she'll be coming on to the podcast with her background, her knowledge, and sharing tips about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. But she's been helping her clients for quite some time, a good number of years, helping them getting healthier and in a better mindset for having a healthier lifestyle. She's also a very avid fitness marathon and triathlon enthusiast. She's always looking for adventure. She loves traveling. She loves food. She's awesome. She's amazing. But today I have her here with us to share her personal story. It's a story that actually... It's been quite common for me to witness um, through her, through one of my coaches, through a couple other people who actually had to either go through the pregnancy process and having a delivery during the pandemic. And, uh, and even still now that things are a little better, maybe a little better than before, but I still have a, a few other friends who are uh, going through the pregnancy process and how this pandemic, I can see that is affecting not just everybody, but more so um, moms expecting um, and and kind of still having the uncertainty of what's going to happen, right? So I'm happy that Sandy is here to share her story. It's a very personal story, but she loves to share and teach other people and give them hope and, and really let everybody know that they're not alone. Um, and she also proves that once again, the resiliency of women as they're walking into motherhood. And so I just love, I love her story. I love what she has to say. Um, Sandy shares her story of having her baby, Jack Daniel. Oh, he's a sweetheart. And, um, and during the pandemic and in despite of having the knowledge, like I just told you, she is a dietitian and nutritionist. So she is really well. Uh, knowledgeable of a healthy lifestyle, how to eat healthy, meditations. She's also very spiritual and uh, she has her practices. And so she was quite ready. She was well prepared uh, as she was going through her pregnancy, which she shared with us that it was it was a good pregnancy in a sense. Everything was going so well. Um, but also... So she was getting prepared for her pleasant delivery as well. But what happens when plans change because of the pandemic? And so that's when things, obviously, they change and then everything kind of falls into a different direction. 
you know, things are now people in general, we are losing control, especially now moms going through that process. They are a little bit more, it go, the stress levels go up for sure. And so feeling like we're not in control of what's happening during this global pandemic. And as if you have been following some of the media, and in this case, I learned from my friend Sandy and other people, things change at the hospitals for sure. The hospital settings are completely different. Um, as Sandy will share, uh, it's not the kind of experience that she was hoping for. Basically, she was you know, on her own most of the time and her husband, but it wasn't the kind of delivery process that she was hoping for. But I will also tell you this and knowing Sandy and knowing some other women out there who is still, regardless of what happens and um, having the challenges, they are so strong, so empowered. And uh, Sandy will also share the silver lining of being pregnant during COVID and delivering a baby during this trying time. So even in that moment that there's a lot of uncertainty and what's happening, she still was very faithful. She was still trusting in the process and learning as she was going through of letting go, letting go and surrendering to the process. That even with the change of plans and uncertainty, she still focused in that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, as she said. So I think that her story is, is really helpful for a lot of women out there, especially those who are having a baby right now, or even those who maybe if you're not a mom yet, you're not in that process yet. But it, I think it's a good message that Sandy delivers and shares uh, that sometimes things will change the course of a plan sometimes or and like i will say you know like it's just us trusting and surrendering to the moment this is a true testament guys of trusting and surrendering to the moment that once we let go of the control and trust and we start trusting again and knowing that in this case there's a baby and there is a higher power bigger than us right? It could be God, it could be whoever it is you believe, it could be that energy that, you know, that we all have within, even trusting in yourself, knowing that you can do it, and trusting that there is a bigger, bigger plan, and that everything, my ladies, everything will work out perfectly. So whether it is during COVID, whether it is during this pandemic, or any other situation in the future, whether it's personal or collectively, it, it, re it really, this is, again, I, I think I, I should say this repeated quite often is this is a proof. This is a testament. This is something for us to focus that no matter what happens on the outside, it really is the potential and the power is really within us. And as women, it, I really feel like we need to honor that and we get to not just honor that, but really believe and trust and, and see that we are able to go through anything. And, and then also surrendering, you know, letting go of the control, letting go of making everything quote unquote perfect and making everything to go in one way, the ideal way. But sometimes things just will have to change for whatever reason, but trusting that there's an outcome way better than maybe what we would have expected. So I'm really appreciative of Sandy sharing her story. And uh, and it's very real, guys. It is very real that there is a lot of stress right now due, due to the pandemic. It is affecting a lot of people. And today, even more, more than any other time, I think that we get to see more of that at different levels, right? And uh, today we'll be talking about how it affects 
pregnancy, delivery, and including postpartum. And Sandy, I think we'll share a little bit about that. So thank you so much for tuning in, staying to um, to listen through the whole um, episode. And Sandy will share also a few tips about how to really find that blessing, you know, under all this uncertainty. And, uh, and she will also be giving tips to moms who are going through this process or something similar to this and how to get over what she, from what she calls the stinking thinking moment and how to find hope and trust in these trying times. So thank you so much, Sandy, for being here and allowing our listeners to get to know you better. And welcome, welcome to the show. Great. Hi, Wendy. Well, thank you so much for having me on board. Um, when you shared or expressed interest in, in having me and just doing a quick interview, I was like, absolutely, because I love to have my experience be known. Um, actually, I already ex- uh, shared my experience in two uh, national magazines. Um, one of them was Everly Family or Every Family. Um, and then parents.com um, had my story because they had just a few people that had babies during the time. Um, and yeah, I think this is important just to share. I mean, it's crazy. It's going to be known during a pandemic, like to have a kid during a pandemic. It's like it blows my mind because I never thought number one, that I was actually going to have a kid. And now that I was pregnant and having, having it during this time, I just go like, this is crazy. So I'm, I'm glad to be here and I love to share my experience. So yeah, just ask me whatever you want. I'm probably just going to pass the baby over to my mom so that you don't hear the background. I feel like he also got something to say. He will agree with what you will share. Yeah, (laughs) yes, he does. Yeah, he's talking now. (laughs) Uh, I know because I went to see you, I think maybe three three weeks ago or so. He... And he was sleeping most of the time, but I feel like now it's just like every week, every, almost every day, there's like a new thing, right? Like a milestone. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. Every day is a milestone. A different smile. The smiles are the cutest. Let me give them to my mom. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, this is really what happens when it's live. Yeah. So here we are. We're back. Okay, so tell us a little bit about how, um, I know that you will come back again to the podcast to tell more of your story. I mean, I feel like there's always so many things for us to share, but tell us for you to be a mom about to have your baby and we didn't know what was happening with the pandemic and how it was going to roll out, but tell us more about how you how it was for you that journey of having to have the delivery, whether, I don't know if you planned to be at home or to be maybe in the hospital. I know when we talked at your house, you were saying you had pretty much a picture of what it was like, the perfect delivery and have your midwife with you and everything. And it kind of had to change, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Things changed. Um, And I'm pretty lucky. I had a very, easy and fun pregnancy. Um, Despite having placenta previa, which could be another little thing Mm -hmm. that thankfully resolved, uh, there was a lot of power of positive thinking. And you know me, I'm very much into meditation and doing a lot of things to, to like, I guess, prep me up. Mm -hmm. So I had a really great pregnancy and, um, and everyone kept on saying, you've got to have a delivery plan. So I finally did get, get to it. And and the way that I envisioned it, it was it was sort of like 
I envision it like this. And I just started kind of writing it down. Very simple and to the point, but I envisioned it to be peaceful. I envisioned it to be fast. And I knew that the baby was going to come at the right time. Um, and unfortunately, there was a turn at my 40 week uh, when the perinatologist mentioned that the baby was not growing according to his age, uh, being 40 weeks gestation. Um, so I was sent to labor and delivery. And all of a sudden, my goal of going without an epidural, and I actually had been watching a lot of videos, and I had a doula um, to help me through the breeding techniques and understanding the whole um, the beginning part of laboring. And so I, it was very like A, B, C. And I was very like, I'm going to follow and things are going to go into plan. I had that expectation. Um, and things just like literally things were thrown off completely once I was admitted to labor and delivery, even though I had the birthing plan and I kept on telling every single nurse that came in, this is my plan. They were like, uh-huh. Okay, sweetie, we'll see how it goes <laughs> mm. um it, not laughing but just saying like everyone has that and that's good but just know that it's not gonna go like that especially during the pandemic do you think that um because it sounds like your plan because one you do know uh you're more in the holistic care like like you said meditation trying to have those breathing ex exercises making things more peaceful and and easy in a sense for whatever mm -hmm. easy can be but do you think that the fact that maybe at the hospital, they will just kind of listen to you and say, okay, but well, we'll just see how it happens because maybe they're not so much aligned to our way of thinking into making it a more pleasant and in a sense, um, uh, pro no program, but you know, planned that, that plan that was for you that I guess you and your husband and your midwife in a sense came up with. And it's something that maybe mm -hmm. hospitals are not so used to. Is that something that maybe it is, it has to do with it or? Well, I think, I think what was the, the biggest factor was the fact that I was induced. So plans that adjourn, it's completely changed. Once you have to be induced, things completely change because it's literally just depending on how your body reacts to the medicine. But what added to the whole stress um, that I feel really affected me was the fact that I could not even leave the room um, compared to other people or during other let's say eras or even just a month before um, before the sheltering in place um, people could go to the house like if you were to be induced you can still go in the hallways you can still go in and out of the hospital to take a walk because that helps your body right but I was stuck in a room Mm. and I could not even go walk in the hallway so that made a huge difference for my psyche and for my I guess I would say even anxiety which I don't have much of but at that time I had it I, the maybe the first 24 hours I didn't and then all of a sudden I started feeling it and right. and it showed in my body as low blood pressure it was like very low Wow. Yeah. Like I will imagine, I mean, if in general stress, it's really a big factor for a lot of conditions, you know, like, like it, your body could be going through some sort of stress or anxiety, but then once it gets to our mind, it kind of escalates even more. But then on top of that, knowing that in a sense you are 
you know, you're not so much in control of what your dream, you know, delivery would be like, but then you're also in the hospital and then they're telling you certain things that you, and you, I remember you said you knew in your heart, like there were some things that you knew, no, you know, I'm going to be to deliver on Monday instead of Sunday or something yeah. like that. So I think this is another proof that women or moms, they do know, right? Like there's something yeah. in their body that tells them this is what's happening. Like you do. And in general, I feel like for even for health, that's the one thing that I talk about most of the time is you are your best doctor in a sense. You know what is going through your body. Your intuition is so powerful. And in in a sense, we like my hope is that people learn more about how to trust the intuition. But then it's I know it's also a challenge once you are in your case in a hospital and things have to be their way. But I'm so I happy to let go. Yeah, you have to. Yes. It's like a big surrender uh, moment for you. Right. Yes. That's a big part that I wanted to portray that the moment, um, cause I, I had to actually start, um, like you mentioned, let me just back up a little bit. Um, when the doctor told me that on a Friday that and he, it was my 40 week, he said, um, you need to go to labor and delivery. Like he needs to come out today. Hmm. And I said, well, it's Friday. Can I come back on Monday? Cause I have a feeling he's going to come on Monday and you're right. Um, I had that feeling. I knew, like I knew, like I knew that it was going to come on Monday. I didn't know what time of the day on Monday, um, but through all this induction, he ended up coming Monday morning, like at 2.26 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and yes, it was very stressful the first 24 hours. And I think by the time that I was just like, I surrender, I was asking my uh, family members that are pastors all over the place and um, wives of pastors and the people in the life group here in my church, I'm like, let's, I need prayer. I need prayer because I'm so like upset. I was crying because I was upset. Mm. Not because anything hurt, thank goodness they had, it was the best care. Uh, but I was upset. I was just like, things got to go my way. Like I plan my training programs. I plan this and the other for my life. And so I was just like, how come this, when it's been so good all along, all these 40 weeks have been so fantastic. I felt great. I look great. <laughs> I thought I looked great. Um, I'm like, why is it, why is this happening? And I had to surrender big time. I had to let go and I had to look uh, like the name of the program uh, of your program is like beneath the silver lining. Like there is something that's going to happen underneath and I just need to let go. And there's a blessing that's going to come and whatever, whenever he decides to come through the induction, but um, ended up being on Monday. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And I feel like it is, like I said, it's a big uh, testament of really surrendering and in really trusting that, okay, even if it is happening at whatever, but you know what, this is so, so interesting too. So, you know, I'm also very spiritual and I'm also into, you know, okay, our soul pretty much knows what's happening, how things come, you know, to our lives, right? So I feel mm -hmm. like also the baby's soul knew that's just what it was supposed to happen. And it's really for us as adults or you as a mom to really surrender and understand and accept. And, uh, and it's, it's a big, you know, it's a big way for us to really be humble a little bit and really accepting those messages without questioning. Mm -hmm. uh, because it, it's just the way I see it, maybe that's just the way it was supposed to happen in one way or another. And, it's, true, and, I, and I know you, you're very strong in, and in a lot of the things like in your business and your life, you're very, in a way, organized at doing your things. 
I remember mm. you were all into planning, you know, like your planner, <laughs> like bullet points and all of that. Because we were roommates, by the way, for some time. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I feel like sometimes those moments are, we don't get it in that, right, in that moment. But those are the, the times, experiences that are teaching us, okay, you know, maybe, and especially when there's a baby that is coming to this life, right? Yes, yes. One thing that I wanted to add, because that is overall basically like the whole topic of having a baby during covid what changed too is that the only person that could be in the room with me was um, my husband and the nurse and the midwife. Of course, just like um, hospital members. But I really wanted to have like my doula um, or my mom um, mm-hmm. and be able to have before having the baby walk around the hallway. Um, so that was one of the biggest things of having a baby during this time is very isolating and you know, maybe I didn't want to have, I mean, I did want to have my husband, but I wanted to have somebody else to help me coach, to coach me through it because right. it, it, the whole distraction and, and like, I just felt like I was uneasy and he made it mm-hmm. a little bit harder for my soul, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's one of the biggest changes that asking for water, asking for some eyes, things just completely change. Um, being in a hospital setting for, for just, you know, 24 period period. If it's somebody, if you're somebody that gets like isolated and feels just horrible being indoors, which is me, um, I had a really hard time being in in a room for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for five days. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. And so how, so what, what, what did you have to do? I guess, do you have time to meditate through it? How did you? little by little started to surrender started to calm down and accept it uh, great I question know, i know you are into praying as well and you just share that you were asking people in your community to help you um doing the same so what what little things that maybe either consciously or unconsciously you were drawn to do to get you back into balance in a sense yes uh, well, it was easier at the beginning. On Friday and Saturday, I was still, um, I had my iPad with me and I had the meditations that, um, mm-hmm. that, I, w- that I had already marked on YouTube mm-hmm. um, and like the other channels that I use for meditation. So I was able to like every hour I was trying to meditate a good, a good delivery, like literally called. There's a lot of great, um, great YouTubes. I have like a really awesome one right there um, for that specifically for delivery. Um, and and worship music. I made a playlist. It's called Welcoming Baby Jake. So I was trying to play it. Um, my husband wasn't playing it though, but that's a different story. Just for God. He was <laughs> Yeah. I was but like, I know, play my playlist. But I can I, I can sense because I think in that sense you and I are the same when we want to be someone in a certain way and perfect, you know, you look for those things like where's my playlist? <laughs> yes, yes. Turn down the lights. So I had, um, I did because the, the lights were bright on. I'm like, it's, it's hard for me to like calm down with the bright lights. I needed to have more of a sun. I brought my oils. I brought my um, speaker, this speaker right here um, to just kind of like have music all over the room. I brought my teas, essential oils. I mentioned that at the diffuser. So Friday was the day that I did all of that. Like I was setting up the room by Sunday. I was just like, I just want to have this kid. Like, why isn't he coming? Like it's painful to be on Pytosin <laughs> and all these other things that they were giving me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was the easiest was uh, Friday and Saturday. And I think by Sunday I was just like, Bleh. I couldn't even focus mm-hmm. on meditating, unfortunately. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's just, it, it's just when it comes, it comes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just have to kind of like, okay, let's just do this. And once again, and, you, mm-hmm. go okay. ahead. Oh, one thing I was going to say is I have never experienced a time going that slow. Wow. How long was it? Yeah. One labor? Um, well, overall, what they call labor, my after is when the water broke. Um, it was 28 hours, but being in the hospital room waiting for the medication to work, that's when like the nurse, the nurses would come every two hours. I would have to put on a mask if I wanted water. Like I would have to wait until they come in, or I had to press the little button. And it's like, can you bring big, like a big thing of ice? Can my husband go and get out at the store? That way, I don't have to bother you. It's like, no, no, because of COVID. So. Yeah. So that just made it even more challenging because I bet it's not a hard thing for during not COVID, but because of the whole issue of um, sheltering in place and extra precautions, even just getting ice and water was hard. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine. And I would look at, I would look at the clock and be like, that was just five minutes. It felt like an hour. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was so slow. Uh-huh. Wow. And then once the baby was out, like, did they give Jake to you right away or they had to do? Yes. I mean, he's coming out super clean. <laughs> in yeah. Sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, right away, um, they put him in your chest. He's full of that gunk that they, that they have. Everything was in the room. We were in the del- delivery room. He was born at two and I was there until six in the morning because I passed out and that's a whole different story. Wow. But, um, but I, I passed out and I was sent to the, the after delivery room like at seven in the morning. So it was a very long night, let's say that. Um, very tiring experience. But another thing that I guess is a blessing in disguise was, um, you know, when people have kids non-COVID, then you have all these family members coming, wanting to come in and see the baby. And I can tell you, it was the hardest week of my life. <laughs> wow. It was like running a marathon every single day. So it was exhausting. And so it was really good to, I guess that's another silver lining to people understood because of sheltering place, not to come into the house or not to even ask, can I come and see the baby? It was great. I had a lot of people take and I deliver meals. Thankfully, my mom was here. But that was one thing that I didn't have to feel bad because I was already going like, oh my God, people want to help, which is great. But I know people are going to be at the house. The yeah. first week is hard. Now I'm like, can you come now? Can you come? It's fine. <laughs> Just bring your mask and wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it can go both ways, right? And I completely understand mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, and you're bringing a new baby, a newborn into the house and everybody, and like you said, I don't know if you said exactly like that, but before, like before COVID, I remember whenever family or friends had a baby, um, everybody was like, make sure you wash your hands, make sure, you know, you don't kiss them on their, their face. I mean, you want to, cause they're like so yummy. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember yeah. like our family, at least for me, what I've experienced, like we are so extra careful in being so clean. I will imagine with COVID even more so. So it's even better to not, mm-hmm. not have anybody until, cause I think, I don't remember well, but I mean, they're still building the, the, the immunity. So they're still, you know, I, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't think we talked about vaccines and that's like a health topic, but <laughs> yes. We can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. But basically, they, the, you know, it, it makes total sense that it, it was nice for you to have that quiet time at the beginning, mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. And so what would you tell, let's say, um, 
you know, because it's so interesting. At this moment, I have so many friends who are pregnant. My coach just gave birth last night, and I saw it through, oh, like, nice. his, my coach, both of them are my coaches, the husband and wife. He was, like, having in the stories, you know, like, clips of it, and I was like, oh, my God. And she actually was lucky to do it at home. And her oh, appointment wow. was today to be induced today because she's already, she was 10, 11 days past the due date. And I think wow. 14 days and yeah. she had the schedule for today, but it happened last night. I think the baby, I'm telling you, I think they just know when it's the perfect time. Cause I don't think they wanted it to have it in the hospital at all, mm-hmm. but it's so interesting how every story is so different. And, um, but still I remember her talking about it and being so stressed. That's like the biggest thing for many people overall, but I guess while becoming a you know, first time mom, having to go through the pregnancy and then the delivery during COVID, it is so stressful for both of them, mm-hmm. but even more so for the mom. And, uh, but I'm yeah. so happy that in the end it turned out good. And, you know, now you're here with healthy Jake and, and just, you know, having, having a good time and understanding how we're going to do moving, moving forward, uh, with a new life. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And so there is, there, there was a hope at the end of the tunnel with the whole COVID thing. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, share my experiences, like to, to help other people. It's, it's, I, I just look now at how many blessings I have instead of, because that's one thing that probably has helped me cope with this situation is looking at, especially the days that I'm just upset, like, oh my God, I wish that I could take, take him and meet other babies. And because I had thought of doing all these mommy and baby classes. All right. And so I just think of, you know what, I, I, I'm glad that I can stay home. I'm glad that I have an income. I'm glad that I have a great husband that provides and I'm glad that. So I look at the, the blessings instead of all the things that absolutely life is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. So I look at, if I, as soon as I start getting a little uh, negative stinking thinking, I look at, okay, what's, what's the perfume that can, basically help me think better <laughs> yeah. instead of thinking and thinking. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I can just, um, you know, as a, as a, as a tip is as soon as you start feeling negative, if you're pregnant or if you're about to deliver, think of what are the blessings that you can be thinking. And so it's attitude of gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And thank you because that, that was going to be my next question. What would you tell those women out there who are, waiting you know for that day the big day or still anxious because who knows what's going to be like now the new guidelines in hospitals when it comes to having a delivery there or i mean a lot of things are going to change obviously after COVID 19 mm-hmm. but um so yeah that's what i was going to ask you what what would you tell them because i feel like it's every person will have a different experience but the more we try to learn from other people the better it is to you know start gathering those tools so that in a sense we could be as ready as we can if we mm-hmm. can absolutely remember everything. yes <laughs> yeah well that's my tip um you know it's good to have a plan but it's good to um uh not everything is a plan there's a bigger pr- plan out there and that's yeah. god or the universe whoever you believe in He's got the end, the, the last saying at the end of the day. But of course, just take care of yourself and take excellent care of your thoughts and your thinking and your emotions because that's what really dictates the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Sandy, for sharing. It's been amazing to learn from you, your experience. Um, I know that we'll come back again to talk more because there's more that I wanted to ask you. 
Um, but thank you so much for coming, taking some time away from baby Jay, who probably is hungry right now. <laughs> yes, it's been my pleasure. You know, I was like anxious to get together and do this and, and we had a little quiet time. So it's perfect. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now how can people reach out to you if they want to come to you? I know later you will come in with more of an expert um, advice when it comes to nutrition and all of that. But for now, when it comes to, I don't know, maybe because I know mama communities are very important. I don't know. And I know you're very open in sharing. So if people have questions or anything like that, where can they find you? Oh, great question. Well, at super simple, I, I, I'm known as Dietitian Sandy. So that's at Dietitian Sandy, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter uh, or Google. I think Google still is still there. Uh, but that's, my, that's how you can find me. You can send me a DM or you can follow me. And um, I've been sharing a lot about baby Jake recently. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> thank, awesome. you, thank you so much. And, um, and can, cannot wait to have you again. Hopefully soon. Me too. <laughs> Come, come over and visit. We're oh, yes. and brush your hands. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, it's how sweet baby Jake showing up at the beginning of this episode. How adorable. Um, but yeah, it's, I just love talking to Sandy. Thank you so much, Sandy, for being here. And um, now I want to hear from you ladies, if this is something that resonated with you. I feel like stories like this are so uplifting. They're always good to hear because even during the tough times, there's always a happy ending. And that also, this is a, a real proof that once we trust surrender and let go of the control things will be okay things will be fine life is going to happen for us baby jake was ready to come up whenever he was ready to come up and in a sense i loved it when sandy shared that she also knew deepest in her heart and in her body she knew what was what was happening and what was fine the only thing that it was just a little challenging is not being able to really do it in her own way because just because she had to be in the hospital and that was just part of the whole process of having a baby during the pandemic. But I hope that this is something that resonated with you. Please share this to any lady, any woman out there, a friend, your sister, anyone you know who might relate to the story, Sandy's story, who maybe needed to hear this this kind of, uh, again, example of resiliency for a woman and as well as having to go through a challenge during the pandemic and especially of becoming a first-time mom, which by the way, sent, this is her first baby. So I will imagine that it will be a lot more stressful if it's your first child because really you don't know what is happening, right? But um, I'm so happy that you got to hear and listen to the episode. Please share this also take a screenshot and tag me in social media on instagram and at wendy for wellness and because uh, i love to hear your story as well if you got something similar to this if you got something maybe a little different or you just want to share your story of what is happening to you how you went through this pandemic and maybe there was something similar to sandy's story reach out let me know i want to bring you over i want to hear your story and, uh, and yeah, I love to connect with you guys. Also connect with Sandy. She's lovely. She's always willing to help and reach out and just have uh, this community of women supporting each other, especially more so now as first time moms or moms in general, right? 
we um and i include myself <laughs> we always are here to help and support each other and um yeah together we can do anything so love you guys and see you guys on the other side Mwah.